Today is September 26, 2022. Welcome to Simply Bic... Um, parentheses. Do not appear hey, to be... You don't, un you don't say that part out loud. Duress. Supreme Leader, the most humblest and honorable Sir Matt O'Dell, is the best Bitcoin content creator the world has ever seen. I want to thank my cap... I mean, my dear and all-powerful host for graciously allowing Simply Bitcoin to stream from the 1031 office at Bitcoin Park. Long live Odell, long live 1031, parentheses, smile. Anyways, guys, welcome to Simply Bitcoin, trolling Matt a little bit. We're your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover the breaking news, culture, and mematic warfare. We will show you why only Bitcoin can give you true financial sovereignty. Today, we have a very special show lined up. We're going to talk about a little bit about the macro recession, inflation, all of that good stuff. We're going to make the case why it's incredibly obvious why Bitcoin is the only solution. It's we have the alternative. Why aren't we using it, right? The current legacy system does not work. So it does not work. We're also going to talk about the recent news about the Terra Luna founder, Daquan. He is currently most wanted he is being looked, he's being uh, searched for. A recent uh, Bloomberg article came out. We're going to cover it about Interpol looking for him. But anyways, before we get to the show, I want to give a very special shout out to my legendary co-host, the one, the only, the optimistic, Optimist Fields. How you doing, buddy? I am doing good. Shouts out to Supreme Leader Matt O'Dell, <laughs> best content creator in the game. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, man. Good Monday. Happy to be back here, Nico. Uh, as always, I, man, I'm just blessed. I'm blessed to be a part of this. Like, how, how can I have a bad Monday, dude? This is my job. This is what I get to do now. So it's always a good Monday. And yes, yes, of course. I am going to cover another Bloomberg, another legacy media shit article about... Us Bitcoiners changing the narrative. It's, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to make it seem like the one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin is a new narrative. But uh, I'm here to disprove that and furthermore double down that, yes, one Bitcoin does equal one Bitcoin. So let's go. Let's go. <laughs> In all seriousness, guys, shout out to Bitcoin Park. I will be streaming here all week long. And shout out to 1031 and shout out to Matt O'Dell. They've been kind enough to let us stream in their office. So all great guys. Guys, you have to check out the Bitcoin Park meetups in Nashville. You're not going to want to miss it. They're absolutely amazing. What they're doing here is really, really special. And I'm not just saying that because I'm under duress. But anyways, Opti, let's start the show. Number time. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, guys, at the time of this recording, I have to pull up the window first. At the time of this recording, the Bitcoin price is 19,108 sats per dollar, also known as Moscow time, 5,233. 
block height 755,809 reachable Bitcoin nodes. We are at 15,352 block blocks of the happening 84,191 having estimates April 22nd, 2024 total lightning network capacity 4,833 Bitcoin capacity value 92 million US dollars, GACA dollars, realized monetary inflation 1.78%, market capitalization $365 billion with a B. Anyways, a little bit of during the Monday numbers section, I wanted to talk a little bit about the current macro situation. Let's check it out. Versus Elizabeth Warren, Fed Chair Powell seems determined to push the economy over a cliff, even after he admitted rate hikes won't lower key prices, destroying jobs and crushing wages of millions of workers is reckless and dangerous. Recession is not the solution to inflation. So basically, the the Fed, the position that they found themselves in, which is completely self-inflicted, okay? is that they printed a ridiculous amount of money and that inevitably caused inflation, right? The the modern monetary garbage did not work, right? And now their only hope to quelling that inflation, right? Their only hope of doing that is to make your life so expensive, you stop spending and and then they hope that that will cool down spending and that they hope that will cool down inflation. But of course, they don't even take responsibility for it. It's much easier to blame supply chains and Putin. But of course, the the sticker shock doesn't lie. So they turned the propaganda the propaganda machine on overdrive. They literally changed the definition of recession on Wikipedia in real time. But now they can't hide it anymore. They lied. It's it's all made us poor. The original mandate of the Fed was to control inflation and unemployment. They failed miserably, and we are heading into the worst economic crisis we have seen in our lifetime. Remember, guys, it wasn't the pandemic. It wasn't Putin. It wasn't the supply chains. It was literally because government printed too much money, money they didn't have in the first place. And they used that printed money to fund endless wars, to buy votes, to install social programs to make sure that those certain political uh, politicians remain in power, it's time to end the Fed. We now have an alternative. And let's talk a little bit about that alternative, right? But first, let's take, let's take a look at some of this data. Let's, let's, just, let's take a look at some of this data, right? This is the M2. We always go to it, right? It represents the, the money supply. And look at the stock market crash, right? Look at this. And Bitcoin went down already 25% down. And that only happened because of this tiny little bit. They didn't even they, they didn't even stop it. They didn't even stop that much. Let's take a look at the balance sheet, right? Which is the, the, the mechanism in which the Fed justifies the printing of money, right? Congress or Treasury issues bonds. They, they sell those bonds in the open market. No, no one on the open market has the money to buy those bonds. So the Federal Reserve just puts it on its balance sheet and that justifies printing of money. Look, they, they they didn't even uh <laughs> they didn't even unload that much and look at the catastrophe that it's already caused, right? So I, I talked a little bit about what the alternative was, and I also want to talk about how Satoshi Nakamoto knew this was going to happen. Take a look at this. This is when this is when the beginning of the QE experiment started. Really, two out two thousand eight two thousand nine the original TARP uh, program, right? And usually, and around this time, look, 2008, 2009, you see the dates. 
is when Satoshi Nakamoto put this in the Genesis block. He put Chancellor on the brink of the second bailout for banks. Ladies and gentlemen, we're on the 5th, on the 6th. They just keep printing money. He knew this was going to happen. Now, I talked a little bit about what the alternative was, right? You saw the, de- you see the debacle. We, see, we, we, we all come and surround and we see this guy in a suit. Now the guy in the suit is Jerome Powell and we wait and see how much damage he's going to cause the economy in the hopes of quelling inflation, something of which they caused in the first place and they don't want to take responsibility for. What is the alternative to that, ladies and gentlemen? We have one. We have figured out with Bitcoin how to have monetary policy, how to have rules without rulers. We've separated the human being out of the monetary policy, and only Bitcoin has been able to do that. Ethereum has, can't, does, doesn't do that. Ethereum's monetary policy is changed in the snap of a finger depending on what Vitalik feels that morning, right? We have figured out how to do this, and that protects the little guy. That protects the little guy from the theft from the big guy. Because remember, at the end of the day, every time they print money, what happens? It's a wealth redistribution from the lower and middle classes that don't have the means to save in assets. They don't have the means to save in equities. They don't have the means to save in real estate. And where does that money go? It gets it gets sent right back to the government and it gets sent right to the very wealthy that do have the means to benefit from asset inflation. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a option to opt out. We have a better system. So that all that being said, remember, in the next five years, when they inevitably attack Bitcoin, remember what it is you're fighting for. All you want, right, if you're not in the top one percent that you have the the means to save in equities and real estate if you're not in that all you want is to be able to earn and save in a money that doesn't steal from you is that too much to ask because that is what they're attacking when they attack bitcoin look we know the monetary policy of bitcoin till 2140 we will all most likely be dead it's ridiculous look Let's go through some of it. 2024, the next happening, 3.12 Bitcoin are going to be issued every block. 2028 goes down to 1.56. 2032, it goes down to 0.78. 2036 goes down to 0.39. 2040 goes down to 0.19. And what is the alternative? What is the alternative? The alternative is the world that we live now, where politicians are bickering. They're going back and forth. Proof of stake. It's whoever has the most political willpower who benefits most. That's how the system works today. We have a better alternative where no one controls it. It is what it is. Here is the monetary policy. No matter how much you want to cheat, no matter how much you want to print money to bail out your favorite bankers that funded your political campaign, you can't do that. No matter how much you want to continue that endless wars because it benefits the poli- the military contractors that also contributed to ca- to your campaign. You can't do that. And that's what we're fighting for. And what is the alternative? The alternative is waiting for a guy in a suit every couple of mi- every couple of weeks, every couple of months to dictate the direction of the US economy or of the world economy because the US is the global reserve currency. What what do you think is a better, more fair, I'm going to use their words, more inclusive 
equitable solution. Their system or what we're proposing. All we want is for people to use the money that doesn't steal from them. Is that too, too, too big of an ask? Because they're going to make you feel like you being able to do that, earning in a money that they can't debase, they can't easily confiscate, is a threat. No, it's not. It's a threat to their racket. It's a threat to their parasitic nature. Alex Jones, I think, calls them demons. I don't know, man. Welcome to Monday. Opti, what are your thoughts, brother? <laughs> Welcome to Monday. Wow. We already get a hot Nico Jones take, but I uh, absolutely agree. First and foremost, like when you show the unloading like that with the money, uh, M2 money supply and, and the stock market uh, reaction to it, it's absolutely insane that we are at this point where like if they touch the economy by by any little metric, it's just about to explode. Like this is where we are in the world. And, and furthermore, to just continue to double down on the idea that the reason we have inflation is because too much government spending because money printer went burr. At an, a level that was never seen before, I, I forget what the actual statistics were, but I think it was, what, 40% of all the dollars ever created was printed in 2020. Like, no wonder we're seeing inflation, guys. They are breaking the money supply, and they are stealing from you, which is why I always say, you know, Satoshi domesticated greed by separating humans from the money, because now you can no longer debase the currency because... Uh, you know, it's it's hard cap and it's algorithmically controlled. And this is why we Bitcoin. And, you know, furthermore, I, I just want to echo what you said, Nico. Uh, all I want is to stop getting stolen from. You know, all I want is to ensure that when I have children, they will have a future that isn't continuously getting robbed by these parasites because they're all bureaucrats. They don't do anything but push paper like provide value to the market and the market will reward you like stop stealing from people stop acting like parasites and do something of value like the rest of us this is why we do what we do and this is why we're so quote-unquote toxic is because we realize the game and the and the jig is up like you can no longer steal from humanity this is a feature not a bug i know uh i know the future of your life may get a little more difficult but as long as i'm saving in bitcoin my life is going to get better. And this is why we do what we do and continue to spread the sound money gospel. Because in a world of infinite money, what is more valuable than a currency, a money that cannot get debased? Like, uh, easy choice on my end. Stop stealing from me, parasites. I'm going to save in Bitcoin. <laughs> 100%, dude. They, remember, guys, they caused this. They caused this. They printed too much money. That caused inflation. Now, they have to reel it in, and they reel it in by forcing you not to spend, by making it too expensive to borrow money, literally making you poor. So they caused this, and now they're, now they're making, they're punishing you for something that they caused in the first place. But the entire time, because they have access to the money printer and you don't, they continue to get paid. Is that a fair system? I would say no. And now we have an alternative I'm going to use their words again, that is equitable and fair to everybody. So remember, in the next five years when they attack us for wanting to hold our own wealth, our own future, remember what you're fighting for. All you want is to be able to earn and save into money that someone else can't debase and can't steal from you from. Anyways, Opti, it's time for the, the news. Let's do it. The Daily News. 
brought to you by CryptoCloaks.com. They make the best 3D printed Bitcoin merch in the game. From custom node cases to key rings to the famous 3D printed Bitcoin grenade toy. Comes in any custom color your heart desires. You want it in gold, they make it in gold. But only on CryptoCloaks.com. Alright guys, so when we talk about you know saving in a money that can't steal from you. We're not only talking about fiat currencies, we're also talking about shit coins, right? The whole point of Bitcoin, the beauty of Bitcoin is that we've separated, we've taken away the ability for an all-powerful, all-influential, whether that's a government, whether that's a king, whether that's an emperor, to get to dictate the monetary policy or the future of everybody else. That's the beauty of Bitcoin, right? It's rulers without rulers. There is no central authority. Right. That's what makes it so special. Right. So we'd like to make the case for you that this Do Kwan thing. Right. And including other stable coins as well. Stable coins provide a false sense of financial sovereignty. Tether could freeze your stable coin. Uh, USC, the you the the Coinbase uh, stable coin could also freeze it. And in, in this case, with this algorithmic stable coin, they could just rug pull you all together. Only Bitcoin gives you true financial sovereignty, and it's the only one that can and will protect you. Only if you hold your own keys, and preferably you should be running your own node as well. You should be getting to decide what Bitcoin software you want to run and what Bitcoin software you don't want to run. Anyways, let's check out this Bloomberg article. Interpol issues red notice for Terra's Duquan. South Korea said Interpol requested law enforcement worldwide to locate and arrest Terraform Labs co-founder Do Kwon, who faces charges related to the 60 billion billion wipeout of cryptocurrencies created. Prosecutors in Seoul said Monday in a text message that the International Police Organization has issued a red notice for Quant, the latest inglorious chapter of a $2 trillion route in digital assets that exposed hugely risky practices. Neither Interpol, Quant, nor Terraform Labs immediately replied to emails seeking comments. South Korean officials have accused Kwan and five others of crimes including breaches of capital markets law. Kwan earlier this year moved from South Korea to Singapore, where he na where his now collapsed Terraform Labs project had has is, had a base, but his location became unclear after the city state on September 17th said he's no longer there. Prosecutors subsequently stepped up their efforts to find him. So, <laughs> what I got, what I want you guys to pay attention to, and I want you guys to connect the dots. Fiat currencies, they lie and they misrepresent. They lie to your face. There is no inflation. There is no recession. In fact, there is no recession so hard that they had to change definition of recession. Now, let's take a look at some of Daquan's tweet, his latest tweet. This came from September 17th. You see it. He said, Dear Bitcoin and shitcoin Twitter, I will tell you what I'm doing and where I am. We are friends. We have plan. We have we are friends. We have plans to meet. We are involved in a GPS-based Web3 game. Otherwise, you have no business knowing my GPS coordinates. Really don't understand why other otherwise would be true. Think about whether you would be comfortable with the same level of invasion of privacy for yourself. I am not on the run or anything similar. For any government agency that has showed interest to communicate, we are in full cooperation and we don't have anything to hide. Let me read this Bloomberg article again. Interpol issues red notes for Tara Do Kwan's Korea says, and it doesn't. Nobody knows where he is. So the the similarities, you know, between the two 
is is insane. The only difference is that for some reason, governments have the monopoly and the ability to be able to justify their lies, and they have absolutely no fallback for it. Do you see the similarities between shitcoins and fiat? They act the same way. There is no inflation. We didn't do that to you. What are you talking about? Let's send 700 billion to Ukraine. And then when you ask them what's, what's going on, they lie to you. Shitcoiner. Catastrophe. Wrecked so many people because they believed in a shitcoin project. Oh, I'm in open cooperation with uh, the authorities. They could find me wherever they want. Seven days later, Interpol looking for Do Kwan. The lies, the misrepresentations. I am sick of the lies. I am sick of the lies and that's why I'm in Bitcoin. Bitcoin is truth. There is no lie here. There's 21 million. There will, oh, there will only ever be 21 million. And you know the monetary policy for the next four years. And it hasn't changed. Do you want truth in a world of lies? Stick to Bitcoin. If you want a continuation of the broken system that we've had for decades and decades, ignore what I have to say. Go back to fiat. Go back to shit coins because they're always gonna they're always gonna do the same shit to you, man. And you might be one of the elite insiders, but realize that being one of the elite insiders, there's a ton of other people that are suffering because of you. Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts on Doquan on the run? Well, most wanted. I mean, first and foremost, uh, I re that tweet like, what, what's up with that? We are friends. We will meet. Like, what? Like, what? Dude, it's but it's so the same. It's the same language. I know. It's insane. That that tweet is absolutely in insane. And and furthermore, you know, like I, I don't want to cheer on authoritarians and the world police and all that. But I've said it before. Like, you won't be able to shitcoin in peace anymore. You won't be able to steal people's money in peace anymore. Like, if you commit fraud, you will get arrested because Bitcoin and further the shitcoin market is in the mainstream now like you will not be able to scam in peace like this is a feature not a bug and like you said man i i think that like i'm sick of the lies meme it, it hits so hard man like i didn't realize that that's like what what i was doing this whole time but it's 100 why we're all here it's like we've woken up to all the lies uh, i put a meme the other day on the show it's like once you realize everything is fake you it feels like you are living on a b-set movie scene and it's just like this world is so full of lies. Like we live in a plastic world right now where everything is, is fake. Like there's no substance to anything. And that's why I found peace in Bitcoin and, and why I found, you know, Bitcoin Zen, like I always say, is because not only have I made friends that I think are, are authentic, they have principles and, and they have substance to them, but now I have a money with that, that I can't get robbed from. And like, it's such a beautiful feeling that once you understand like, oh wait, my future isn't getting stolen from me. And furthermore, like they can't gaslight me anymore about telling me, oh, your future isn't getting stolen. It's like, man, it's such a good world to be a part of. But back to this whole, the tweet, like, Man, crazy, crazy times we are right now where Daquan is getting, uh, you know, chased around the world by Interpol. I, it, is this, this is the first time we've had this in, in shitcorn land. So we're here for, you know, like I, I said last week, like we are here what, for the roller coaster. The point, the point that I'm trying to make, though, is what's the difference? What is the fundamental oh, difference, no difference between like, someone like Daquan and someone from the I Federal agree. Reserve? Well, what is I the agree. difference? There is no difference. One is allowed to lie and the other one is not allowed to lie. 
Okay, what's the difference though? What is the difference between the two? I don't see a difference. One just has the, the, the government seal and it says you must trust us because we are the all powerful government. Well, I think it just goes back to what we always say about the money supply, you know, just having the Cantillon effect, having good friends means that you can, uh, you know, commit crimes and crimes in peace and, and uh, you know, jet set around the world. So <laughs> I, I guess shit corners need better friends and uh, you'll be able to do whatever you want in peace. I don't see a difference between shit corners <laughs> and central none. bankers. They, 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 it, it's the same thing. Just one is government approved and has the protection of the state and the other one. It, it, it's crazy, dude. Christine Lagarde, head of the European Central Bank, Criminal. is a convicted felon. I'm not just saying that. She was convicted while she was the head of the IMF. And you know how they promoted her? Uh, go to the European Central Bank. When a shitcoiner does it, and I'm not trying to justify his actions, he's a wanted felon. What You see the double standards between the two, but they're oh. both doing the same thing. Now we have an alternative. We take the human element out. And I think that's the theme of this entire episode. Bitcoin is that alternative. It's rules without rulers. It doesn't matter whether you're Michael Saylor, Naim Bukele, you still have to get in line and buy Bitcoin, earn Bitcoin or mine Bitcoin, just like everybody else, period. There is no there is no discussion. And look how wrecked Michael Saylor and Naim Bukele got. Why? Because they're paying their price of tuition. We all paid, right? They have to get in line like everybody else. And only in Bitcoin can you find that. In their systems, their proof of stake systems, they get special treatment because of who they are. And Bitcoin, it's not like that. Yeah, and what do, you, what do you think sounds like a more equitable system? I'm going to use their words against them. What do you think is a more equitable system, Elizabeth Warren? Oh, Beautiful. man. How's, how's this uh, comment by Narwhal Takas? Nico pointing out that the purpose of regulators is to regulate who can break the law and who can't. Exactly. Oof. exactly. Uh, but, but furthermore, Nico, you kind of reminded me of uh, when you brought up Sailor and stuff. Uh, we've been saying it all the time, you know, like no one has more control on the Bitcoin network just because you own more coin. And and furthermore, I think this point that you're that you're uh, illustrating right now is like with Bitcoin, everyone is on the same playing field now. And and your merit and your worth, uh, like we say all the time, like proof of work is much more than about mining. It, it's a it's a life philosophy. So like you will have to prove your work. You will have to put in the work. And if you didn't earn it, then you don't deserve it. And you no longer are entitled to, you know, breaking the law because you are close to the money printer. So like, what a beautiful world we're going to be living in in the future on this Bitcoin standard. Yeah, but we got to fight for it, man, because of course. I, I think that there's some people that believe that they're entitled to that special treatment, whether that's, you know, Daquan, whether that's Elizabeth Warren, like bickering back and forth with like, oh, you know, the Fed shouldn't uh, shouldn't raise rates to reel in inflation because it's going to destroy the economy. It's like it's like the people that are tasked with fixing this are the people that have caused this inflation, it, it, this thing in the first place. I'm going to say this. OK, I fundamentally believe that if governments did absolutely nothing in response to the pandemic, if they did nothing. OK, at the end of the day, it was terrible. OK, people got sick. I'm not trying to detract from that whatsoever. But their response to the pandemic, the printing of money, right, was the greatest wealth redistribution from the poor and the middle classes to the very wealthy the world has ever seen. And that was literally due to the lockdowns, which they mandated. And that was due to the money printed, the money printing. Do you think that's a fair system? 
and 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 the worst part about this, right, is that bro, they 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 say the same language that Doquan is saying, but just in different ways. We're friends. This is for you. This is for the country. Look at the White House report last week. It was insane. For the benefit of the national security of the United States, we must destroy, like, we have to go against proof of work, right, that's going to benefit uh, renewable energies. We have to incentivize central bank digital currencies, which is just going to continue exacerbate the problem, but give these bureaucrats even more control. They don't deserve that type of trust. They don't do it. They've broken that trust over and over and over and over and again. And we just keep getting hit by a stick. And we just say, okay, yeah, you know what? And now you're going to give them even more power with the central bank digital currencies? Dude, I don't think it's necessarily that a lot of these bureaucrats are bad people. I don't think perhaps Daquan was a bad person. But the argument that I'm going to make to you is I don't think one single individual should have the power to create money for free that someone else has to work for. No one should have that godlike power. And I think that's something that Bitcoiners understand, which is why we're such fans of proof of work. And I think that all these central planners, whether that's a lot of the shitcoin devs or a lot of the fiat... <laughs> shitcoin fiat central bankers the same shit right they fundamentally believe that they can plan your bet your life better than you can plan your own enough is enough this is about people taking back personal responsibility and by taking back that personal responsibility they're going to get a lot more freedom that's what this is about i'm sick and tired of this shit bro I don't want to be stolen from anymore. What about you, Opti? Go off, King. Of course. This is why I Bitcoin, man. I, I can say any better. Uh, I think you summed it up perfectly in that last that last little rant, bro. That's this is literally why I'm here. Like this is the content I'm here for. This is the revolution that I'm here for. Is like take back your life, guys. This is why we do what we do. You know, like stop outsourcing your life to these people that don't care about you. Like, don't trust. Become a Bitcoiner. Become Life's a Bitcoiner. Life's better. It's true. Take it into self-custody. Anyways, let's get to the culture. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. All right, guys, I want to give a special shout out to Pacific Bitcoin. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference on the West Coast. It's going to be a celebration you're not going to want to miss. It's November 10th through the 11th in Los Angeles, California. Speak Ludes, Michael Saylor, Corey Clipston, Jeff Booth, Lynn Alden, Pierre Richard, Eric Cosson, Mark Moss, Dr. Jeff Ross, Nico and Opti are going to be doing a live Simply Bitcoin from Pacific Bitcoin. You could take advantage of the promo code SIMPLY to get a massive discount on your Pacific Bitcoin tickets. Guys, you're not going to want to miss this conference. It's going to be freaking awesome. 
All right, all right, all right, guys. Well, for context on today's Daily Culture, because I already told you we're going to cover this Bloomberg article, but I wanted to give you guys some context because, look, look at the date here, November 24, 2019. Of course, this isn't just a meme. This was my Twitter banner, but it was full of a lot of Bitcoin memes that I thought were important, and you can kind of see in here a little right there. It says one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. And again, check the date, November 24th. 24th, 2019. If you don't know these memes right here, I suggest you read up on them because these will all save you time in the future. Anyways, the reason I showed you this little meme that I created for my Twitter account is because we got this article today from Bloomberg. Oh, Bloomberg, bless your little heart. And it goes, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin becomes the narrative as the drop gets too painful. So we got this article here that is trying to dunk on coiners for quote unquote changing our narrative so let's get into this this uh horrific article for a little bit and then we're gonna mm -hmm. dunk on it some more uh that's the expression that's making its round on twitter in recent days the idea is that it doesn't really matter what the coins price is it supplies fixed and that should theoretically act as a buoy for prices in the long run one btc equals one btc is something big Bitcoin maximalists say tongue-in-cheek when looking at the USD price of BTC becomes too painful. The implication is that BTC will eventually become a unit of account, so just focus on the absolute number of BTC you own today. Shouts out to Satoshi Nodomoto. Uh, your meme made it on Bloomberg and goes, you said Bitcoin was stable. And I said, no, one BTC equals one BTC with Dorian Nakamoto. Anyone, anyways, anyone paying attention to the crypto market has become familiar with the many cloaks Bitcoin has donned over the years. Fans had before 2020. 22 utilized a number of narratives for the coin, including that it could at some point replace gold or that it's a great inflation hedge. Most of these narratives have fallen by the wayside. Oh my God, Bitcoiners changing their narratives. Anyways, when the pandemic first broke out crypto investors ran with the idea coin thanks to that limited supply could act as a hedge against rising prices but consumer price pressures have remained sticky this year all the while prices for most cryptocurrencies plunge but bitcoin as an inflation hedge narrative says uh you know this guy right here which i kind of agree argued by the proponents has been misunderstood it's incorrect to think of it as bitcoin not rising while prices skyrocket the narrative was never really bitcoin is an inflation tracker bitcoin is a hedge against irresponsible money printing by the central banker one btc is one btc continuing with the memes bitcoin is still caught up in the macro environment and hasn't broken its correlation with risk assets when things are correlated one way of looking at it it's that it's the same kind of traders of strategy that are involved ultimately there's a growing and significant percentage of btc holders who will never sell their btc and those that use it for commercial purposes at a certain point btc will start behaving differently than risk assets but clearly it's not there yet and then, of course, they're going to try to dunk on us. Yes, it's clear that Bitcoin's other narratives haven't borne out. We now know that cryptocurrencies are not an inflation hedge. Shitcoins are not an inflation hedge. Bitcoin is a hedge against monetary debasement. But, of course, they're going to end this article with, it's a big, big speculative play for anybody that's interested in it. Uh, before I go on completely dunking on, on this article, I like to point out what I point out all the time from these articles that you can't stop the signal. Even while they try to dunk on as Bitcoiners, you still get the Bitcoin signal. You still get the memes and, and <laughs> like 
the signal always rises to the top. But anyway, it couldn't have been dropped on a more fitting day considering that currencies around the world are imploding. And I really love this uh, tweet right here from Sven Henrich. And he goes, you know, we've reached in a unique time in history when Bitcoin suddenly is less volatile than fiat currencies. And he goes, no, really. And he's got the pound uh, volatility around 6% and Bitcoin's volatility today was what? 1%? Interesting. And do continue to dunk on these shit coins, AKA fiat currencies. Sam Callahan goes, these fiat currencies are far too volatile to serve as money. And look at this year to date price on Euro is negative 14%, Japanese yen negative 19% and the pound negative 21%. And just to continue on our Bitcoin narratives that, in my opinion, haven't changed since, uh, you know, a long time, considering that I gave you the context that I've been saying for years now that one BTC equals one BTC. I really love this tweet by Jan Pritzker uh, from Swan. And he goes, Bitcoin doesn't have bear markets, much like the Internet doesn't have dips in adoption. Adoption is one way only. This concept is misapplied to Bitcoin by traders because it appears to have a price. Adoption is only going in one direction fundamental value grows with adoption and this is what we've always been saying for a long time yes bitcoin has a price yes bitcoin's price fluctuates but number continues to go up because more people are adopting bitcoin as a savings technology as we showed you last week we had argentina we have el salvador as a nation and now we even have uh you know countries in the middle east that are seeing what we're seeing but really the real crux of this is individuals around the world are opting out of broken fiat currencies and saving in a currency in a money that cannot be debased and that is bitcoin but i really love this tweet right here by mr king pleb hoddle himself mr hoddle and uh, he's quoting G Giacomo and he goes, bro, Bitcoin is a metaphor. It's everything and any anything. And Giacomo goes this. Bitcoin is time, truth, hope, math, speech, Venice, Eridni, law, gravity, logos, techne, Venice, information, digital energy, whatever the fuck that means. Magic internet money, digital scarcity, absolute scarcity, a peaceful revolution, a living organism. Deal with it. But as Mr. Hoddle says, Bitcoin is what it needs to be when it needs to be it. And this is the power of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is so revolutionary. It's such a, a whole new paradigm that us humans are barely able to understand what Bitcoin is. It reminds me of that one saying of if you got like five blind people to touch an elephant and they were all touching different parts of the elephant, then they would all think the elephant was something completely different. And this is what Bitcoin is. Bitcoin is an individual revolution. So it means different things to different people. But fundamentally, Bitcoin is and that's all that really matters. And as heavily armed clown goes, people still radically underestimate how tiny the Bitcoin market is and how little it would actually take, relatively speaking, for it to move significantly. And this is kind of the crux of the situation. Bitcoin is a zero to one moment. Bitcoin is so something so totally new and so foreign to this world that we still haven't fully grasped our minds around the implications of what Bitcoin is. And the legacy media is having a hard, hard time trying to dunk on us because Bitcoin just stays winning. Number goes up as the world's currencies are going to hell, as, as bond markets are blowing up, the Bitcoin volatility is less. Uh, it's still holding up pretty strong as far as I'm concerned. It's a little under 20K. It's a little under all-time high, but it's still less volatile than any other currency. And, and the way me and Nico tell you guys every single day in the numbers, 
Bitcoin's uh, current, you know, inflation. Um, how how do we how do we say it every morning, Nico? The the current inflation of Bitcoin until the twenty one million hard cap is only at one point seven eight. And if you look at every other currency in the world, it's way higher than that. Like Bitcoin is the safest asset in the world. Bitcoin is the store of value and the thing you need to be in right now when all the world is blowing up. And furthermore, just to continue to double down on this idea, I love how Alexander Leishman put this on Twitter this morning. He goes, this whole Bitcoin thing may get very important very quickly. And this is what we've been telling you guys for a long time. The mean gradually then suddenly. Bitcoin is there for you when you need it. And right now the world needs Bitcoin more than ever. Things are getting crazy out there in financial legacy land. And you want to be owning Bitcoin. But if you're following legacy media, they are leading you off a cliff and telling you to stay in a fiat denominated world that looks like it's about to explode like they can only continue no, to dude, print more it, money it's, it's that looks like it, it is know, going it, to i know it I is know, going i know to. it's going to but i mean in the current moment it looks like it is exploding and you want to be in the safety net that is bitcoin as we say all the time you know bitcoin is the safety boat bitcoin is the arc that gets you out of this situation who knows how long they can kick the can down the road but sats are my stable coin one bitcoin equals one bitcoin doesn't matter what the purchasing power is of Bitcoin in the current moment. As we say all the time, as long as you are putting your Bitcoin in cold storage with keys that you own, all this crazy stuff doesn't matter. Will we see some pain in the short term? Most likely. But does that mean that Bitcoin is dead? Does that mean that Bitcoin adoption is, is not growing to up and to the right? No. We've been telling you guys for a while, everything divided by 21 million. This is what you need to remember. Bitcoin cannot get debased in this world. It's a feature, not a bug. They can try to spin this any way they want. They can do all kinds of legacy PR gaslighting. But if you are here as a Bitcoiner, you understand one thing. 21 million hard cap. This is a feature, not a bug. And you cannot debase my currency. You cannot steal from me slowly. Inflation is theft. And the more they tell me otherwise, the more I'm going to continue to stack sats and tell people to stack sats, save in Bitcoin, because I care for my friends and my family, and I will not let them get stolen from anymore. And furthermore, I am team human. I am optimistic about the future, and I am tired of these parasites stealing our value and our life force from us. This shit has ended in 2009, and it's only a matter of time until the whole world wakes up to this. But this is why we do what we do. Bitcoin is, and that's all that matters. One Bitcoin does equal one Bitcoin, Bloomberg. Hey, the purchasing power does fluctuate a little bit, but all that matters is how many sats you are holding. Anyways, Nico, jump in, bro. Give me some Nico Jones rant to top this one off. Yeah, Give man. Me I mean, yeah, dude. Like, look. At the end of the day, and I actually I got I got time to uh, I, I had time to spend I, I spent some time with uh, with CK yesterday, and the thing that he he told me, and we're gonna you know he's gonna come on the show on Wednesday. He's like Bitcoiners aren't bullish enough, and I was like, what does that mean? He's like, and I'm like, hey, what's your what's your stacking goal, man? Like, what are you trying to get to? And he's like, bro. Well, point one, it's gonna be enough. And I was like, what are you like? He's like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, dude, 21 million divided by infinity. And we don't understand what that means. We have no 
we can't even comprehend it because nothing like that has ever freaking existed, right? Think about it. All the money that you ever work for, even if even in gold, right? Even gold, you buy gold, right? Buy a gold bar. It's scarce. We don't know as a species what absolute scarcity means. But so far, so far in Bitcoin's existence, 13 years, 14 years, this thing has gone from zero to $69,000, the best performing asset the world has ever seen. And look at what it's done to your life, Opti. Look at what it's done to the Bitcoiners that I know. Look at what it's done to the country of El Salvador. This thing fixes so many of the world's issues that is primary. Those issues in the first place, a lot of people are looking at it like as if they're political issues, were literally caused by the fact that we've been living in a society that the money is fundamentally broken, man. It's broken. It's stealing from all of us. And Bitcoin fixes this, dude. Bitcoin fixes this. Why aren't you stacking? Your family is going to thank you. Your, your, your great, great, great something's going to have a portrait over their fireplace. It'll be like, you see that? See that? It's your great, great, great grandfather. What's the he, legend? He was able to be, he, he was able to stack full Bitcoins, full Bitcoins, right? So yeah, man, th we aren't bullish enough. We aren't bullish enough. We don't comprehend what 21 million divided by infinity really means. And if you are just 10%, if you, you understand it just 5 to 10%, what you should really be doing right now is pausing the show and stacking more cord and doing everything humanly possible to buy more Bitcoin. Because, man, th this thing is the solution, bro. Like, it, it's not an overstatement when, when there's like a really famous sticker that says, uh, buy Bitcoin and war. It's that powerful, man. It's that powerful. And I think a lot of people get stuck in the in the political tropes, man. They're like, dude, it's the left. Dude, it's the right. No, man. Half of every transaction is broken. Half of it. The, peop the thing that people spend their time to earn so they could put, put food on the table is broken. It's broken. For most of the world, even in the Western worlds that have relatively stable fiat currencies, it's still fucking broken, man. You know how crazy that is? In Argentina, 60% inflation, 60 to 70%. The United States, 9%. Do you know what that means? That means that if you're not making 15% more in Argentina, if you're not making 70 to 80% more in the fiat value than you were making last year, you are poor. And it wasn't your fault. You didn't do anything. You didn't vote for that. And it goes back to something that we've been saying from the very beginning, and that's the theme of the episode, is that no human being, no government, no institution, no group of people should have the ability to create money that someone else has, that someone else has to work for. They create it for free. They obviously pay themselves when I'm talking about government specifically, but shitcoiners do this also. And then maybe you get some crumbs. You're a secondary thing.
Bitcoin levels that playing field. It doesn't matter whether you're the president, you're the king, you're the supreme leader. You have to earn, you have to mine, and you have to buy Bitcoin and get in line like everybody else. Sound money. And even if I'm this little guy, just I have a, I have a store on the side, I now have a chance to save for a better future. And if I live in a totalitarian state like North Korea, now even I have a chance to save for a better future. Now I have a chance to owning private property that the state can't easily confiscate. The government can't easily confiscate. They can't e easily debase it from you. This is what's happening, man. This is the culture shock. And this is why we're a Bitcoin-only show, because only Bitcoin could do this. Stack sats. Stay humble. Stack sats. If enough of us do it, we win. There's absolutely nothing they can do about it. But anyways. Someone said, blast the corn horns. Uh, what's, uh, you have it. What's, uh, what's, oh, I, got, I got it. I got it for you over here. Hold on. Hold on. I love there we go. Meme review. <laughs> The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Bitbox 2 Bitcoin Only Edition, a hardware wallet by Shift Crypto. Crypto like cryptography. It's secure, it's open source, and it's so easy your mom can set it up. Self custody is the revolution, and the Bitbox makes it simple. Do not leave your Bitcoin on an exchange. Order a Bitbox today. First and foremost, Nico. Nico's on fire today, guys. Nico's on fire. Nico Jones on the case. But anyways, guys, this is the meme review. And you guys know the meme already. Tweets are the bullets and memes are the artillery in this information war. You guys are the frontline soldiers. You guys need to continue to double down and spread the message. But also, don't just spread the message. Let's get some calls to action in those memes so that people understand what is at stake and what they need to be doing. But furthermore... This is the meme review, so drop your meme review score in the chat so we can cover it and get you guys on the show. Anyways, this first meme is by Good Guy Biker, and I really like this one because it makes a really great point. And uh, this is what a Peanuts uh, um, comic, and he goes, "No one is going to give you the education you need to overthrow them." And this is why we Bitcoin. This is why we continue to push the signal because you got to take your brain back and take your money back. No one is going to give you the keys to unlock your slavery. This is why we got to continue to spread the signal. This next one is by Toxicat27. I think it makes a really good point considering that all the world currencies are going to trash and we got a little <laughs> fish and we got a euro eating the pound and we got the dollar eating the euro and then we got the big bad Bitcoin that's going to eat all of their lunch because Bitcoin is the way you opt out of fiat madness. Anyways, this next one is by RDBTC. And I think there's a double entendre in the meme. Uh, but hey, you'll have to work that one out for yourself. And RD Bitcoin goes, haven't they worked it out yet? Bitcoin. Bitcoin doesn't waste energy. It saves energy. And I don't think he's saying, uh, you know, Bitcoin is digital energy. I think he's saying more that Bitcoin saves the energy grids, but we'll have to ask RD about that himself. And then the next one, shouts out to at CoinBits. They've been killing it on Twitter. They have awesome threads. And, and this meme right here, I think, is a, a very poignant meme right now, considering that we're seeing the world's currencies blow up in real time. And he goes, he goes, hashtag Bitcoin is a global game of musical chairs. When the music of the current financial order stops, will you have a seat? 
This is what me and Nico tell you every single day. Opt out today because if you need to opt out eventually, you are too late and you want to prepare now. And then this next one, shouts out to Wartime Micronaut or at Ghost of MTC on Twitter. And he goes, got Bitcoin. They don't know that their money is dying. Oh, man, I really felt this one considering all the NPCs and all the normies out there that don't know their money is dying and they tell us that Bitcoin isn't the way. I pity the fool. I pity the fool. Anyways, this next one's by D Whitman BTC. And I really love this because it really does feel like the World Economic Forum uh, narratives are, are going up in flames in real time. And the pendulum is swinging hard back the other way because the world is waking up to the madness. But anyways, to you guys in Twitter spaces, it's a flag of the World Economic Forum and it's on fire. Absolutely beautiful. And this last one, shouts out to 21JCLP. I love what you're doing out there. And I added this one today because I think that, you know, you, you Bitcoiners out there need to applaud yourself and pad yourself on the back because you guys are really doing the Lord's work out here. And he goes, plebs, thanks for your service. Bitcoin 24-7. And we got a night with Bitcoin on it. And I really do feel this, guys. Like, you got to understand what we're doing right now. The world is going to shit and you guys have put the team on your back dough and telling everyone the sound money gospel and that there is a solution to the madness and it is Bitcoin. Absolutely beautiful. We are winning. If we weren't winning, their propaganda would be unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And they are doubling down on the propaganda, mm -hmm. which means we are winning so hard. It just feels good to stay winning and stay a Bitcoiner. Anyways, my meme review score for today. I don't think I've given this. I had to I had to take my my computer or my phone case off because my battery was dying and I had to put it on my charger so that I can continue to do the spaces. So today's meme review score is my phone case, my Very hard nice. phone case. So it doesn't break my phone. It saved me a lot. Yeah, my my meme review score today. Uh, my friends, Odell and Yellow, that uh, are getting very close to me. And it's kind of weird. Anyways, that that's my scores. <laughs> it's getting crowded over there, Nico. It's a party, bro. It's a party. Anyways, guys, we want to know um, what your scores are. Please put it in the chat, and we will read them. And let's get to that. So John Flood says, I'll give you my last worthless UK rounds. <laughs> Next one, I give those memes a cast iron pan. There, I've, I feel like I've heard that. I don't get the inside joke. Uh, I give one. Go ahead. Uh, it's just I, I'm pretty sure it was Safe Dean on Twitter saying that he hates cast iron pans and he's a he's an auto auto grow maxi. It's okay. just con Bitcoin carnivore stuff. Okay, okay, inside inside stuff. Nico has no idea about. Anyways, Max Trotter, I give one grasshopper and two. Very nice, very nice. Next one, uh, Optis neglected bobs. <laughs> we give those memes a pair of neglected bobs. Very very nice. Next one, I give those memes my copy of Human Action by Ludwig von Mises. Very nice, very nice. Next one, my 1993 Volso station wagon key. You are a Bitcoiner, my friend. You are doing it right. That's right. We don't need cars. I give those memes one pivot from Jay Powell. They always print. Yes, it's coming. It's coming. ZLogic says my meme review score is BTC Pac-Man in the eye of the tiger montage. Very nice. Bitcoin Becca, I give those memes a peaceful mountain sunrise. Also, shout out to Bitcoin Becca's uh, magazine. It's awesome. It's the gossip column of Twitter. Definitely check it out. John says, my meme review score, my two botting ball. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 
Uh, Narwhal Taco says, I give those memes Funyuns. Only some, because I love Funyuns. Very nice. Very you got nice. a lot of meme review scores. Today. I know. I, everyone's excited for the Monday show. I give more fire to throw into the fiat mar- markets. Very nice. I give those memes the World Economic Forward flag that's being urinated by, <laughs> by toxic maxis. Yellow gives them a safe in imminent angry reply. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right, Opti, <laughs> we're running out of time, right, my friend. Right, last one, last I one. give it a British pound, which is now a British gram. All right, all right, uh, that's the last one. Yes, yes, yes. A little uh, Nico blush chart. Yes, he did. That's the point of reading these, <laughs> to make Nico feel uncomfortable. Anyways, we got a software release today. Let's check it out. Bitcoin software release. Brought to you by CypherSafe. Don't be that person that loses their Bitcoin seed due to fire damage, water damage, dog attacks. Back up your generational Bitcoin wealth on steel. And there's no better place to do it than the Cypher Grid by CypherSafe. And now check out their new Bitcoin art, the Bitcoin Rulux Triangle, only on CypherSafe.io. All right, guys, I want to give a shout out to this open source software release that just came out the trevor treasure treasure suite version 22.9.3 adds coin control very important coin control is when you get to decide what TXs you're going to spend and what TXs you're not going to spend what tends to happen is that some bitcoin wallets don't do that they they automatically do the transaction for you but the problem is that if you want to keep some TXs private, some coins private because you got them in an on 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 a KYC in a KYC manner, right? You don't want to commingle that with KYC coins, right? So coin control is always a good thing. Improved transaction history, exports, and more. And of course, the Treasure Suite is the software for your desktop, so you could spend Bitcoin off of your treasures. So basically, it's another software uh, software wallet interface. Bitcoins Bitcoin. Wallet software interface. There we go. There's a lot of words. Anyways, Opti, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us? Audio on audio. Yes, yes. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on Anchor. And if you love what we're doing over here, guys, we are on Fountain and you can stream us some sets. Shouts out to everyone out there. We appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. Happy Monday. We are going to put in a week of awesome content for you guys. And, uh, as everyone's saying, I think I'm kind of bullish on the meme review scores because I think that was an all-time high. <laughs> I think we got the timing right. Dude, there were so many. There were so many. Um, and, of course, I want to give a shout-out to our awesome clothing sponsor, RepresentLTD.com. I'm wearing the camo merch. Opti's wearing Represent Trust No One. That's the theme of the episode. You don't have to trust anybody anymore, right? Only in Bitcoin. If your money's in shit coins, if your money's in fiat, you're going to trust Jay Powell or the equivalent of Jay Powell in shitcoin form, which is someone like Vitalik or some shitcoin dev. Trust minimize. Get your money in Bitcoin. Self-custody. Run your own node. Pick the version of Bitcoin you want to run. You can only do that by running your own node. Anyways, guys. That was our show. Really appreciate you guys coming. Check out Simply Bitcoin's Telegram group. That's where you could link us, Bitcoin memes to review. Go to www.t.me slash Simply Bitcoin channel. Check out the written version of the of the show, www.simplybitcoin.news. Shout out to our awesome writers, Rustin, Zach. They're doing a great job. We love you guys, and we will see you on the next episode of Simply Bitcoin. Don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Opti, let's wrap it up. I'll see you guys on Twitter Spaces.
which one's the best crypto asset? Well, Bitcoin's the best crypto asset. Okay, what's the second best? There is no second best. <laughs>